guys want to talk about? What do you guys want to cover? We have mainly asked, because like this whole thing, Road to Regenerative, mm -hmm. that's the big chunk of work we're talking about on a mission statement level, on like a brand level. Yeah. And then we've got High Endurance Kit, which we have to talk to your, your crew about. Yes. Three layer torrent shell we should touch on. Cap Cool Tees for sure. Yes. I don't know if you want to dive into waders, but we have a whole new wader collection. Yes, we, yeah, definitely. Okay, and then, uh, Something that nobody ever thinks about, uh, the hat brim plastic. We're now sourcing that exclusively from discarded fishing nets in South America. Super bitching story behind that. That's Is actually that collaboration? Cool. We're talk about that. Yeah, um, we have a venture fund. The first company we invested in is called Boreo. They make skateboard decks, sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. They're good people. So they make Costas frames. Yeah. And uh, they were like, hey, um, what about hat rims? And we're like, holy shit. <laughs> That's a cool story. Oh man, it's, and then like, we're gonna scale that up to where we're gonna make a bunch of stuff with it and yeah. it's gonna be a big deal. I'm super glad to hear you guys working with them. I love my Costa glasses. He has a pair, we all have a pair. Yeah. They're recycled. The frames are killer. I just like, Costa's glass is so good. Yeah, I like glass it a lot. glass too, legit. Yeah, it's Polarized. like good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I they sent me some that was pre-Boreo and I was not offended. Yeah, not happy. offended, I like yeah. that. Um, let's start up here. Yes, sir. We'll talk about Road to Regenerate and then we'll get into Hinder its kit. Sounds good, cool. And stop me whenever whenever you want. No, we're always excited to be here. Also, uh, Will and Eliza are very avid climbers. Will's actually a guide. So we're, right. we're yeah, we're getting our, our crew like more versatile than just me splitboarding and camping and stuff. Well, we've got all new women's climb pants, which we'll definitely talk about. Oh, sweet. Because that's a that's a groovy story. And then the other, like, outside of climb, we've got new climb packs. Oh. Um, two of those as well. So, like, for not having everything here, we've still got kind of both barrels loaded. That's awesome. Yeah. So, road to regenerative, what does it mean? Anybody gets three and a half dollars if you get it right. Um, the whole idea with Patagonia, the last OR show, we were talking about responsible shells. That means that in fall, every single one of our waterproof shells is gonna be made with recycled material, is recyclable, and is made in a fair trade certified factory. That's a big deal because it means that 61 shells on every category is made in the best way possible. We want the rest of the industry to take kind of notice and to start adopting recycled material in technical gear. That's like step one. Mm -hmm. But that's mainly on the synthetic side of things. Natural side of things, cotton is the world's most popular fiber. Like, think about your world, think about your closet. Mm -hmm. Everything is cotton, or a huge majority of it is. The way that cotton is grown has one of the most significant impacts to the climate crisis mm -hmm. out of anything else we can figure out. So, our new mission statement, we're in business to save our home planet. We're like quadruply thinking about how we do that. We're trying to like, put that lens on every single thing we do. So Road to Regenerative is a way to get more farmers to grow organic certified product and then to switch over into regenerative farming practices. What that means is this is going old school. Cover crops, low till or no till, um, no pesticide use and just using old world techniques. What it does is get better quality goods, more yield, it also sequesters carbon. So you actually can get carbon out of the atmosphere and back into the soil by using this kind of farming techniques. Now what does that mean? It means that every single t-shirt, every single cotton product, everything you can think of can actually be part of getting carbon out of the atmosphere, which is huge, that's yeah. step one. Second is food. So you can use it for 
mango in our mango bars, dried mango for our snacks, in any of our food that we're gonna continue to grow and start growing. When you think about scaling both that for fiber and for food, it has an incredible impact on like what we can actually do for real world climate solutions. So this is like, this is our, our symphony to like what we're trying to do to curb climate change. It's gonna be a long process. We're just literally scratching the surface, but this isn't gonna go away. It's just gonna to continue to expand. So that's on natural fiber side of things, the bigger brand picture. This goes into a much, much, much sharper focus. This is called our high endurance kit. <laughs> yes. The first time we did like a really significant purpose-built kit was in 2014. It's called our, called our high alpine kit. It was a very specific alpine climbing kit. It was pretty hardcore at the time, had zip through crotch zippers, was very much purpose built to where every single layer was an integration into itself and it all worked together, right? Not that individual pieces couldn't be awesome, they were, but they were meant to be built as a kit. We wanted to do that for trail running. Trail running is seeing this incredible moment where there are so many 100 milers, 24 hour races, intense, like these races that are literally spanning huge temperature and huge elevation changes. We wanted to build a kit that was pretty much 14,000 feet with no stopping. Just like go out and hammer and don't let anything tamper that momentum. So it's a six piece kit. One thing that is like kind of across the whole board, every single item stuffs into its own pocket. Every single item in this kit fits into its own six liter vest. So this is our slope runner endurance vest. It's six liters. We'll show you a little bit more of the details on the mannequin over there. But everything's self-stuff into some of its own pocket that will fit in this vest at one point. That's the whole idea is like create self-support. Yeah. Be like your own, your own support team. Um, I think what is so bitchin' about this is every single piece is movement, breathability, and like pretty much momentum gaining. Like every piece feels amazing. So yeah. I wish everybody at home could like do the scratch and sniff test. But over here, this is one of the heroes. This is called our Airshed Pullover. Um, Airshed is one of the coolest products we've done that is still kind of underground. A lot of like the cult customers really know. And what it is is you guys got to feel this. It's actually was taken from the face fabric of our Nano Air piece. Yeah. And so it provides 120 CFM of breathability. 120 CFM? Yeah, huge stretch. Yeah. It's super comfortable. So you can wear this next to skin or you can wear it as your first layer. Um, but the whole idea behind this hybrid piece is you get 120 here, and then we hybridize the hood, these sleeve cuffs, and a little bit in under the underarm panels, and it extends the range of that piece. So like 120 CFM, for those of you not taking notes at home, is incredibly breathable. Yeah, it's super freaking it's comfy. insanely breathable. It's amazing. That's triple digit. It is, and it breathes well, and it also dries well. So yeah. like you're not saturating it, it's not getting heavy with moisture. It's gonna go through that cycle of getting wet, moving, drying, over and over again. Um, so this is like the dream mid-layer. To go on the outside, this is our new Storm Racer shell. And this is very unique and is also, I, 
it's incredible functional, but it also feels really good. So this is the lightest three-layer shell we've ever built. It's seven ounces. What? Fully seam taped, three-layer. Um, it is phenomenal. The cool thing with this double zipper opening is we found in big tests when we were like product testing this whole thing, if you had just a standard center zip, you get locked out of your vest. And when you're doing these 100 mile, 24 hour events, when you're doing whatever, this madness, and you get locked out of your hydration and nutrition, you just pay for it later. So if you're subconsciously not eating and drinking when you should be, mm -hmm. you're just gonna pay the price later. What we wanted to do is give anybody wearing this all the protection they needed, and when they need access to flasks or nutrition anywhere in here, or if they need to adjust and continue to move the vest around, they're able to get to it without thinking twice about it. Another really cool thing that I like about it is this is, whole thing is built to be put on while you're moving, right? <laughs> so when you're up on a windy ridge and you need that protection, if the weather's starting to shift, you put your left arm through here, that kind of anchors the left side of the jacket. This whole side spews open and all you have to do is get your snap done. Once that snap is in place, which I'm flailing at, once that snaps in place, it frees up that other arm, gives you a little breathing moment to where this is now not flapping around like crazy. Then all you do is start with your zipper and then you can zip it back up and get whatever protection you need. But when you see ambassadors and when you see our product testers kind of go through the motions with it, it's pretty bitchy. That's like awesome. I'm a big fan. Uh, another thing is, is it's a regular fit. It's built to be put over your vest. It's made to be so where you're keeping anything in here dry if you need it. Mm -hmm. If you have a shelter, if you have anything else, that's all gonna be protected under here. Um, and as with all these pieces, folds into a little pocket here at the neckline and stuffs away into that pack and you just oh, forget about it. That's where the pocket is, is the neck? Yeah. Okay, that's really so cool. So they're all, the pockets are all in different things. It's like a fun game of Jenga. It's yeah. like find the pocket. Um, <laughs> where do you stuff it? The Slope Runner Endurance Vest. So currently in our spring lineup, we've got a four liter vest and an eight liter pack. This is like the middle child you never knew you wanted. And it's amazing for a few really good reasons. So you get two 500 milliliter flasks that come, drop in pockets here. This ladder loop right here is really, really easy to adjust. So it's almost bonk proof. So when you have gloves on, when you're brain dead, when you're tired, you can still adjust your vest as you need. And what's going on with these events is you're going through, you start with the pack full, it's heavy. As you eat through your nutrition, drink through your hydration, it's shrinking up and you need to keep it close to your yeah. body. So we did these cool load lifters, pretty much, which pulls the vest further and closer to your back. And then in the back of the vest, I don't know if you can get to it back here, but there's a hem cord and it creates an X. And when you pull it here on the sides to tighten it, it crosses and cinches all the way across your lower back and keeps all that weight really close to your spine. So once again, in the name of momentum, in the name of keeping all of it that you need, yeah. everything is purpose built to like keep you going. That's impressive. Uh, women's shorts are super cool. They're uh, very much race oriented, so a super tight, um, about four inch inseam short, two drop in pockets here. Um, we have men's shorts that I'll show you on the hanger in the back that are really great. And then we've got the Strider Pro pants for men and women. Um, these are really easy to pull over. They're made to be pulled over shoes. 
pulled over your shorts. Um, they knock enough wind, rain, and precip out to keep you happy. Mm -hmm. And it's a great start and like transition piece. So like usually trailhead, starting in the dark, you got mm -hmm. your headlamp on, you'll have these pants on, you'll run until you're too hot, rip them off, fold them up, toss them in the vest, and then you're able to keep going. And they use snap closures as opposed to zippers in the lower No, legs. it's got a pull-on waist elastic belt, okay. but then it's got a five snap closure down there. Cool. So you can get them over some pretty burly trail runners. Yeah. Um, like Alpine boots, maybe wide enough, but not exactly descent, de, de, you know, it's not what they're really designed for. For sure, yeah. Um, that's really cool. This, this whole kit, the whole way it plays together nicely it's, is awesome. It's amazing. Like, I think any one of these pieces would be like, I don't know, like, like a, I don't know, somebody's prized possession. I think the whole kit together is amazing. I think the innovation behind the Storm Racer jacket is amazing. This hybridized is like the best material story we have. Like, there's so many things that oh, I yeah. really, really like. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, and like for like ski touring, yeah, like that's, that's going to be my next go-to. For sure, that that's is what I was the thinking. dream. Yep. Mountaineering, ski mountaineering, ski touring, like that's that's the piece that I'm going to take. Yes. <laughs> Which. I wish I trail ran, but like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting me out for as long as this is. I'm with you, man. Um, we'll talk trail shells or yes. touring shells for a little bit, and then we'll talk women climb pants as well. So, like our torrent shell jacket's been in the line for years and years. It's always been made as a two and a half layer daily driver, like mm -hmm. something that people can have for a commute, for work, for a stash in the bag, like whatever you need it to be. We wanted to really up the ante for what it means to be like an entry level or a daily driving piece. So this isn't sport specific. This is like the jack of all trades. You can do whatever you need to do in this. But when we created it to be a three layer, its durability, its comfort, and its performance just went way up and its price point stayed the same. No way. So at $149, which is, I keep, I hate to say entry level because it performs way better, yeah. but this is definitely sometimes a customer's first entry into our shell category. Yep. And now it is just as good as it ever has been. And with the three layer yeah. construction, it is going to just age and last so much longer and be so much better for that customer over the long haul. For 150. Yeah, just for 150. That's a bargain. I mean, it, it punches way above its weight. Yep. Um, it has a really comfortable Trico backer, fully recycled face fabric, partially recycled membrane, fully recycled backer. Um, it's like one of those pieces where you never question it. It's like, yeah. if you're gonna recommend it, I feel comfortable and confident to almost anybody. That's awesome. Uh, women's climb pants. This is something that is awesome, mainly because it's rare that you get to do a project from start yeah. to finish that is so focused. Uh, we launched a new collection of climb pants a few seasons ago. It was good. The men's pants were better than the women's though, and that really bothered a lot of us internally. What we wanted to do is kind of realize that like women's climb pants, you need to not just think about fit and materials. It has to be everything, as you know. And like, <laughs> it is really, really detail oriented. So we took one of our best designers who happens to be the best skier in the company, Natasha. She's amazing, does a ton of ski mountaineering. Monica's one of our best developers and Allison's one of our best pattern engineers. And what we did is literally let them do whatever they wanted to. And they created every little bit and piece of this whole kit. And so we've got four new styles in the line. Everything from a bouldering pant, which these are our stem gem. This is named after a boulder problem in J-Tree. 
these are like a great pant for indoor training and shoulder seasons, great for bouldering, super stretchy, super comfortable, really wide waistband, like just a nice place to be, I would assume. <laughs> um, all the way to our Kaliza rock pants. These are a four-way stretch cotton. You can definitely feel like durability is more at play there. You still get that bitch and wide waistband, so really comfortable. Um, definitely made for high stepping, dynamic moving, really like encouraging a lot. You can see all the gussets around the knees where all those seams are meant to kind of bend and move. Um, the next we've got our Chambeau. This replaces our RPS pant. This is just a really killer synthetic pant. Seam taped on the inside, DWR finish so it can shed a little bit of weather. Definitely a cragging pant, multi-pitch pant. Still light enough to like, you can get some warm weather use out of it and not be bummed out. And then we've got our redesigned Simul Alpine pant. This is our most technical climbing pant. Um, all zippered pockets, much slimmer fit, more substantial product package. Um, you could tie these into Alpine boots. You can do a lot with these. Um, but again, the focus is never taken off like the little details. Mm -hmm. We took a lot of what we learned from men's climb pants. We ditched a lot of it and really focused in on like what our female climber customer wants, what our ambassadors were asking for. And I think between these four, there's definitely gonna be somebody's new best friend in here, if not like a few. Yeah. So I just think it's exciting. Like four pants may not seem like that big a deal, but it's so focused that I, I think customers are really gonna be happy to see how dialed in it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw her being happy, so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and it took a long time. We, we really, like, as I said, it was encouraged to nitpick. It was encouraged to go through and like really take care to be like, all right, what's the right width? Where's the right set? Once again, the way the pattern and fit goes was huge. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's gonna hopefully get that female climbing customer like out of just climbing in black stretchy pants. Yeah. Which like, I can't blame them. Like that is like saturated every part of our culture. Like you can go, go to a funeral in those pants. It's like, yeah, nobody would like bat an eye. Yeah. But this I feel like for climb specific customer base, hopefully it's anything and everything that they want for what they want to focus on. Awesome. So that's bottoms. Let's talk cap cool tops. Um, like tech tees are an unsung hero, right? Like yeah. nobody brags about their tech tee, but it's it's something we all have. It's something we all need and use. Uh, our cap cool collection has three tiers. So our lightweight, which is our fastest dry, most wicking, slim fit, pretty pretty wonderful. Uh, we've got our trail. This looks and feels like your favorite cotton tee, but it's fully synthetic. And then we've got our daily, which is our UPF sun protection. So we have these in all silhouettes. So tanks, sleeveless, long sleeve, hoodies, like we got everything under the sun. And like if you can't find something to do and enjoy with one of these, it's like we can't help you. We are not the brand for you, we are sorry. They're all fair trade certified, they're all made of recycled fabric. Um, there's a lot of like beautiful fit and feels and textures that you can like, between the three, you'll find happiness somewhere. <laughs> And you know, it's nice to be fired up on your t-shirt. Yeah, comfort. Welcome back to the good part. So we'll head over here to the net plus sign. Yeah. 
So as I mentioned earlier, you know, something people don't think about, right? What's that hat brand? What are you wearing? That trucker hat, that hat you've had, that hand-me-down, that thrift store. Where did that plastic come from? Earlier I mentioned we've got a venture fund and we invest in companies that have an environmental stance and, and we don't want to take over these companies. We want to help these companies grow to help whatever environmental sector they're working on, whether that's solar panels, whether that's discarded fishing nets in South America. Our very first investment was Boreo, a group of awesome guys that were just getting so discouraged by seeing these discarded nets and started to think way bigger than we ever thought we would. And now they've gotten to a place where you can collect these nets, clean them, sort them, you can pelletize them like this, mm -hmm. and then you can melt them down and make a various amount of plastic. So their first product was their skateboard deck, then they went on to Jenga, um, as I mentioned earlier, sunglass frames, mm -hmm. bitch and future surf fins. And now every single hat in our Spring 20 line is gonna have Boreo Net Plus plastic in this. This is really, really significant when you think about all the plastic in the world and everybody's hats and where that comes from and how weird that is to not know. Yeah. I know I lost some sleep after hearing about it and started to think <laughs> about it. Even cooler is the step we'll take it further. So not only are we gonna start sourcing from this, we're gonna start collecting our old trucker hats and our old hats through our Warnware program. We're gonna get those bills out, melt them down, pelletize them, and start working that plastic in with our Boreo. And we're gonna close that loop so it's just gonna be a full circular system. That's off to you, man. It's gonna take a while. It's a big deal and it, you know we're still just like getting started, but once we get there, that is gonna be significant because look at just the amount we make now. Think about that times 140 or whatever it is yeah. for seasons for years and then finally start to feel good about where that's coming from. And the Boreo Net Plus program is unlike any other ocean plastics company because there's so many people out there like, yeah, we're just using plastic we found in the ocean. It's like, well, what kind of plastic is it? Is it pet plastic? Is it post-consumer? Is it pre? Like, there's so many different types out there. With Boreo, with Net Plus, we know exactly where it came from. Mm -hmm. We know where we're marking, we're documenting, we're getting all that data. And, you know, already these guys have put, I think, pulled out over 500,000 pounds. Wow. Like, and that's like, like I said, we're just getting started. Yeah. Like, so I hope every other company can get on board, start adopting that plus, even if it's not just for trucker hats, get involved for nylon face fabrics, for whatever it is. Because, mm -hmm. like, the future can be a much better place if we all get on board with that. For sure. So, from fishing nets to fishing waders, let's yeah, check yeah. out the new collection. Fishing waders is something, like, we take waders really seriously. Yes, Yvonne's deepest love is fishing. He is a river junkie. In fact, he's just coming up on his time where he's going to leave Ventura and be somewhere in the Rocky Mountain West for a few months. Yeah, unaccounted for. And what we wanted to do with this collection is take everything we've learned and put it into play. This line is the longest field testing of any product we've ever made in 40 years. That's crazy when you think about it. It took two years of prototypes, sample testing, product testing, just to get to where we felt like we were comfortable to sign off on. That's hundreds of days in the river, in the truck, drying out, under, you know, doing whatever it is to get to where we are. Where we landed, I feel like, is probably the most significant wader collection on the market now. Uh, we went with our four-layer system, and a lot of it is not just a material story, it's also a construction story. 
So the way we seam tape these, the way we pattern the fit, the way the, the booty seams lay, the way they integrate with hips in your waist, in your suspension system, like every little thing was dialed in. And between anyone, what do you have? Well, there are packable waders that stuffs into this stuff sack to be about oh, the size of a Nalgene bottle. That's cool. And it has this incredibly innovative dipped booty. So you could hike to a high alpine lake just for just for a couple night overnight backpacking trip, and you could wear your hiking boots in here, and you'd still have a fully waterproof wader. Super bitching. That's and it's like really, really open cool. the door. Like if you want to fish in Chacos, I don't recommend it. If you want to do that, you can do that in a high alpine lake, in a high alpine stream. With this wader, you can do that, and you don't have to pay a crazy weight penalty. That's awesome. Then you can go all the way to our Expedition Zip front waders, which wow. have every bell and whistle you can possibly have that are built for a lifetime worth of use. Yeah, that, the zipper alone is just beefy. Absolutely. And it looks like crazy. a Yeti South Cooler right there. I love yeah, it. Pretty much. Um, so I think the big picture to keep in mind with fish is that fish category is like one thing they want to do, and that's they just want to save watersheds. Mm -hmm. They want to save rivers. They want to save lakes. They want to save coastal streams and watersheds all over the world. Mm -hmm. And they want to make product that doesn't degrade. They want to make product that lasts, and they want to get a community of customers that are involved in that activism. And that's the coolest thing about a pretty small branch of our business. They are just so committed to it. And Having them go through huge innovations like their Danner wading boots, which we launched last mm -hmm. season, that was a good one. All the way into our new waders, it's really incredible to see that whole kind of paradigm loop. Um, and it just makes for some really bitching gear to be on the river with too. Oh, for sure. I'm really intrigued by those. That's yeah, really no, cool. these are fantastic. Um, we've had our Ascensionist climb packs in the in the works for a long time. We've had three generations. So our first generation, we introduced them. And they were pretty much our lead child for technical packs. They were great because they had this really innovative asymmetrical collar. At the time, we thought that was the bee's knees. And we've since kind of morphed and grew. And now, I think they're kind of the, in the best place where I've seen them. So up top, where we went here is we've got a flat top here. You still have that really easy access. You grab this loop and this loop, pull open. You can get in here, if you tuck this down, the whole bag opens up, it's really easy to get in to load. Also, you can overstuff it, create an extra, I don't know, two, three liters of capacity. This makes it, which is weird, I was a hater because I thought there was gonna be, you're gonna get a lot of spin drift in here, but this shuts so tight that it almost acts like something like a pack with a lid. So I haven't had to worry about that at all. And then this suspension system here, you can see it's a Y in the back with one pull. This pulls all the weight on the top of the pack right there onto your spine. It keeps all of that weight really centered onto your back. Another big change we made was we changed the shape of these bags. They're a little bit longer and leaner, and then they also have a shape here where it really pushes that weight into your lumbar. And that weight shift makes this stay put on your back and just makes it an easier pack to carry. Um, especially when you have to deal with tools, racks, things that are hard, pokey, and not very comfortable. Uh, the frames on the inside, this has a laminated foam sheet that can be removed. The 55 liter, the big brother, this guy has that same laminated foam sheet, but also has two aluminum frame stays that run the whole length of the pack. The main difference between the two besides the size is this lid here. 
You can remove the lid if you don't want to, run the pack a little smaller. You also still have this suspension system up top. What I really like is the pack doesn't dictate the climb, the climb dictates the pack, meaning that everything can be adjusted. Everything is connected with a girth hitch. So between all these daisy chains, all these exterior lash points, you can create whatever kind of compression system you need. So if you want to go more than just here to here, you can keep this one, groove this and this daisy chain. Now you're cinching that extra oh, wow. two inches of pack down. Once again, it just creates all that modularity so you can really make the pack your own. And then also it's the same with tools. Move your tooling up and down. It'll take a wide variety of heads over here and shapes. Um, and you can remove anything you want. Including the lid, like this, you can move from this bottom point, reattach it up to here. <laughs> that lid now grows here, run a huge rope, easy to secure on top. Oh, that's really cool. Dude, I mean, our ambassadors, like, they didn't want to hear that we were doing a redesign, but, you know, they, the sizing structure we had, so currently we've got the 35 and the 45. Everybody was saying they're too close together. Where this 35 looks big, this 55 is huge. And they both, you know, you can really get a, a wide range out of them. Yeah, both these packs run under 200 bucks MSRP. So really good price point and a phenomenal material set. And I just think like really smart changes. Like just, we kept the goods and we tuned up the, the things that we, I think needed to be improve on. And it's really created a pack that we're encouraging people to get involved with. Like we want you to tinker, we want you to adjust. It just makes for a better experience. That's really cool. Yeah. When do these Those are going to be out January of next year. That's the one weird thing about such an early OR. Yeah. It's like this stuff is such a tease, man. We're not going to see this for so long. I know. It gets me all fired up. Why not? I'm going through our last meeting and I'm like, oh, I'm super excited that people are going on the YouTube videos about the recycled black holes and all the you know, split boarding and backcountry ski jackets and stuff. Like they still have to wait till August just right. for that. Yeah. And then so. like January for this. Good thing is the waiters debut December 1. They're an early release. That'll be really great. Sweet. Yeah. It's a nice way to kick off spring 20. Holiday gifts. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a lot, um, but I do think for a spring season, we have really good things. Regenerative organic agricultural practices, that is by far the most significant work we're doing, but everything else, like Boreo, Net Plus, women's climb pants, like everything plays a role, mm -hmm. and it's a good season for us. Yeah, Pretty really happy cool. about it. I'm really stoked too, Corey. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, enjoy the rest of the show.